away, far away. And we're back. <laughs> Hello, it's Connor, it's John, it's Thursday. Waffle time. Waffle time. Did I tell you I got a waffle iron for Christmas? You did? I did. Cool. Have you, you made any waffles yet? Uh, I have once. Probably should have you around at some stage and we'll make some waffles. So. Um, they're nice. They're actually really good. Um, and on a side note, one of our friends gave you and I quite a lot of waffles at Christmas time. Yeah. Remember that? How so many? 40, 40 or 50 each? Quite a lot, yeah. <laughs> have you eaten yours? Yeah, I have not got through half of them. But you've eaten some? So I haven't, I've eaten some. Yeah. Do you know who does really nice waffles? Those Tesco ones are great. Oh yeah? But the other ones, I don't know what the other branding is. Kingsmill? Mm. The Maybe toaster ones? Maybe it is Kingsmill. I don't know. Maybe. But not sounds, like, sounds like we're paid to say this, but we're really not. <clears throat> but if anyone would like to sponsor <laughs> get in touch. the podcast, get If in you touch. would like any advertising out there, get in touch. Yeah, maybe you've got... Do you know what we should do? Maybe like birthday shout-outs? Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That's worked well. Um, it was your birthday on Sunday. It was. What did you do? Um, I went for lunch with family. Lovely. The family. That was kind of it. Really nice. Like at Christmas time, or sorry, birthday times, you just do... Just eat and drink a lot. Yeah. That's right. But it's like us most days. All the time. <laughs> like us most days. Um... But no, I didn't actually go to any football over the weekend. Do you know what I did do? I turned my phone off. Okay, cool. And then I watched Match of the Day. I think somebody calls it the Match of the Day Challenge. You just turn your phone off and just like, just see what happens. Just enjoy it. You couldn't do that though. You love technology. I do. You're, so, a, you're a front-end engineer. I am, yeah. Advertise it. Freelance? You're going freelance as well? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's fair enough. Uh, what about you? How's your week going? Yeah, going well. Um, it's been pretty quiet. Um, Waffle Dog obviously is here as well. Waffle Causing dog. distractions as usual. <laughs> Waffle Dog is here. I think he's, no good. He's, got his, he's, got, he's got his head in your sack. <laughs> Classic Waffle Dog. <laughs> he doesn't know he's called Waffle oh, he's Dog, up does to he? No good. He's oh, between no. your two bags. <laughs> anyway, um, a lot of action. A lot of So whenever I eventually did turn my phone on to check the scores... One I was surprised by, Carrick Rangers won, Cliftonville, nil. Yeah, very surprising. Um, and when you see the highlights, um, you know Cliftonville had a few chances, but Carrick looked pretty resolute. They, to me, it was it looked pretty even actually, um, from what I've seen. But Lloyd Anderson. Oh, what a, what look a, at the photo. There's Ryan Nimick. Oh yeah, in the photo, lad, lad. Um, yeah, it was a great goal from Lloyd. Yeah. Like, what a finish. Um, what a goal to win the game, you know? It was great. That's what it was. Um, delighted for him, obviously, as well. Oh. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod, um, good guy. No, but great win for Carrick. Like, Carrick are one of those teams that you just, you don't know what they're going to do against you. You know, you need to be... You need to be on your guard. You need to be on your guard, exactly. Like, they're sitting eighth now. Yep. Um, and they, yeah, doing doing really good. So they are. And we we'll probably say this most weeks. Their goals difference has been really good this year. Um, yeah, and they've now got Harry Docks, Harry Doherty back in nets. Yep, they've got like quality all over that pitch. Absolutely, <clears throat> every position um, as well. But like for Cliftonville, I mean, we watched them the other night against um, Ballymena in the County Antrim Shield. So congratulations go to Cliftonville yeah, for that. We'll maybe that talk about that later on. A bit mad, wasn't it? Um, but the amount of strikers Cliftonville have, um, to not you know, I think that. If you were a Cliftonville fan, to go to Carrick, a team newly promoted, and not being score, I think you'd be... You'd be pretty disappointed. You would be. Um, but maybe are they too top-heavy, you know? Are they too... But if anything, 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But if you're top heavy, then maybe like then you like fall into things. Yeah. So you'd fall into the net <laughs> or something. I don't know. The opportunities <laughs> would come, but just shows how great Carrick have been. Love the spin you're putting up. I know, very poor. I do love a spin though. Um, it's great. It's great for Carrick. Um, do you have anything else to say? I mean, a highlight was Darren Murray, obviously, and his, <laughs> his debut for the club. Uh, Knocking over the a water bottle. I think was it was it? something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? They rocked over. I don't know. Mister Pump it up. Um, <laughs> but all over the pitch, Sorry. like character. You know, <clears throat> Willie Faulkner came in at the start of the year, um, and I think he's been really, really good <clears throat> in midfield. He seems to sort of have calmed things down. Um, and then like Reese Neal, Mark Surgeoner, and and Lochran, etc. At the back, yeah. Um, have been really, really good. So. If you're, you know, if you're going to see Carrick week in week out, which some of our listeners would do, yeah, you're generally cameraman. I think you're going to, yeah, <coughs> Mark Graham, shout out. Hey, Mark Graham, you're gonna, you're gonna get a, um, you're gonna get an entertaining game. I think, yeah, you know, maybe all I can think maybe Lauren Boxing Day, maybe that wasn't so entertaining. It was nil nil, but but to be fair, if you're Carrick, <coughs> that's a good result. Yes, away from home and Boxing Day, you'll take it. Yeah, you'll absolutely take it. And next up, they've won points, so you would, you know, it's obviously that's a big game as well. But um, both those teams want to win, obviously. But really, <laughs> well, I think yeah, I think they're going to lose. Um, no, but you know, I, I think you know you'd see Carrick win in that one maybe. You'd be very happy if you, <clears throat> obviously. Carrick would be you'd be very happy where you are, but like what like next year are they like, what where do you go from here? Yeah, they to me they need to keep going in the direction they've been going in, and it's you know signing um good and some quite often young players. Yeah, um, and I think they want to keep going with that. I think they're proving to some of the other clubs in the league that it's not all about experience. Um, and they've brought you know they've taken, well it's, you would say maybe they've taken a chance on some players like Abba. Yeah, take a chance on me, but you know, it's paying but off. Where, but where I, I mean, maybe it's too early to talk about this. Say, Carrick do finish eighth. Yeah. Where do you go? So next year, Niall Curry's like, right, boys. What is the expectation next year for Carrick? Well, I mean, if they finish eighth, right, they are behind in sixth and seventh at the minute. Say this finishes like this, Lauren and Glenavon. That is an incredible season. Yeah. Um, and I know what you're saying. You know, how do they? What's the next step? Um, it's for me. It's just keep, putting it out there, John. No, I get you. For me, it's just keep doing what they're doing because it's working and it's it's gonna keep working. Um, you know, a lot of positivity about the club, um, and what they're doing. So I, I, th- I you know, and obviously it's a it's a club um, quite close to where I live myself. Um, oh. but I think um, yeah, I think they're doing great. Um, and I want to really continue to the Watson doing great, and I think they will. Very nice. Um, will we briefly mention now about Cliftonville? Obviously on uh, Tuesday night in a game that looked like they were, <clears throat> I mean, when, when I watched it with my dad at home, yeah. and um, on the, the 90th minute, Balamina were 1-0 up. You know, you thought, that like, this is it. Balamina have done very well. Um, I heard Cliff weren't really in the game either. They weren't really. Um, I actually even tweeted, I was like, I'm, re- I'm a wee bit unsure about how Cliff are playing this, because... Yeah, you're talking um, about formation and stuff. It looked like, um, like McCrudden was coming back quite a lot, and he was sort of playing like a number ten role. But he was coming back into midfield with, um, Bagnall and stuff quite a lot. Um, and then Connor, uh, McManaman was playing, like kind of on the wing and kind of. So I don't know. Like, 
I just would love to have known. Maybe maybe it just didn't suit on the pitch or whatever. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. that's a massive pitch. But Paddy McLaughlin makes two substitutions, brings on uh, young Tom McGuire and brings on Ryan Curran. Yeah. And, you know, one of them scores in the 96th minute, one of them scores in the 97th. Like when, when, <laughs> when Cliftonville went, um, I think, you know, when it gets late on in game and you're a bit of a neutral, you're always like, right, come on, give us extra time. Like, yeah. run extra time. So when Cliftonville scored to make it 1-1, like, I was like, yeah, this is, this is yeah. great. Um, you wouldn't expect any more to be in the tank at that point in time. No, absolutely not. And Tom McGuire, like, what a really, really good season he's having. And yeah. you look look at the amount of great... I mean, we could talk all day. Yeah, look at the amount of talent around him. And yeah. he's, he's still getting and in there. He, you know, very young player, and he, he's been excellent and really has taken his chances. So when he scored, I'm always happy to see him score. Um, and they had, they had to go like and win it 2 1. You yeah, know, top. you would be sick as a dog, like a Ballymena fan. Like, that's what it seems. Um, and so it was seen David Jeffrey's face, like, I he know. just could not believe it. And I felt a bit sorry for yeah. him. That's what football can do to you, you know. Um, you could control a game for, as you said, 90 minutes, especially 93 minutes. the season Ballymena have had. I mean, Ballymena have, have um, half as many points as Cliftonville have, yeah, um, in the league. And that would have been massive for them. It would have been, it would have been like something. You know, who knows what they'll do. I mean, obviously the league's probably... They're going to finish in the bottom six. Yeah. John's just doing a pee. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're going to finish in the bottom six. It, it, like, a lot of the cards are in that Irish Cup basket. Yeah. A lot of the eggs, sorry, are in the basket. So, but hey, like, Cliftonville, you know, you've got a heart back to, like, yeah. 2011, 2012. It's all about goals. Tommy Breslin won it the first yeah. time. That sort of sent Cliftonville on their way. Um, yeah. So... But no, congratulations. Interesting to Times, Cliftonville. Is that the book? It is. Interesting Times. Forward by you. I would love that. Um, where will we go next? Um, where do you want to go? Let's go to um, Ooh, at the bottom of my... Windsor Park. Yes. You talk, but you begin begin the chat and I what will... What do you even say? Like, what an incredible <laughs> result for Dungannon. Um, I don't think I don't think anyone was expecting that. Not even Dungannon fans yeah. could have dreamed, dreamed of that. Um, <clears throat> especially after Linfield winning um, against Cliftonville yeah. on the Monday. You know, you thought, listen, they're going to go and beat... I mean, no disrespect Dungannon. They're going to go and beat them 3 or 4-0. You know, that's... For me, that's what everyone would have been expecting. And maybe even some fans themselves. Um, but listen, what a, what a performance from uh, Dungannon. Um I do think, though, you see the chances that Linfield had, how they didn't get one in the back of the net, I don't know. But um, was it Young Byrne in that? Yeah. Um, Byrne, great yeah. performance. Um, and then there was a few other, maybe three or four teenagers outfield as well. Um, yeah. you know, going to Windsor yeah, Park right, and getting, right, a, right. getting a draw is, is unbelievable. Um, and, you know, they've had a tough, tough season. Um, Dungan, and I think a game like that can really help the confidence, you know. And yeah. I hope it does no, for absolutely. them. Um, absolutely. I, I think that was... That was Outstanding result, um, and then you had Daniel Hughes towards the end, who even had a chance himself to maybe to win the game. Um, so listen, I think that's a, I think it's an incredible, incredible result. Um, Limfield though, and Limfield fans on the other hand must be scratching their heads, going, "How has this happened?" Um, you know, we responded to the Queen's defeat, um, by beating the very informed Cliftonville, um, to go top of the table. Yeah. Um. They had a chance to stay top of the table by winning on Saturday. Um. It's mad. It's just like it's changing all the yeah. time. It's like. Or maybe they are top of the table. Sorry, are they? Have I got no, that wrong? Um. The Glens are top of okay. the table, but like obviously Cliffham or sorry. What are we looking at here? <laughs> that oh, that is the home form table. Right. So sorry. Actually, have in the league 
the joint best home form. form okay. Yeah. Um, there you go. Sorry so, for my confusion. Don't you worry. Um, but no, in the in the league, Lindhorn are, are still are still top. Yeah. Um, Linfield obviously have a game in hand, but that top five is changing all the time. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, it like, is mad. It it is actually mad. Um, then last week, of course, or maybe it was last week, week before, you were you were quite funny on the screenshot you put up of the top four. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just gonna we're just gonna do the, keep doing the just top keep, four. Just keep doing that. Then annoy whoever's in fifth. Mm-hmm. Get the fans annoyed. <laughs> um, It'll be weird, like, when that's, when, like, I think we keep being like, oh, the split, the split, but when the split actually comes, that's game 33 onwards, isn't it? Yeah. So we've got five or six games before that. Mad. We're getting into party times, and also, like, between now and then, there are a lot of big, big games. Um, Cliftonville did sign, or sorry, Linfield did announce the signing of Rory Curry um, on loan. He's from Hearts. He is from our hearts to your hearts. Um, so he's a striker so hopefully that is the expectation there is what's wrong is the dog get something out of your back oh no something big I don't know a notebook for this come on Classic. he's eating my diary why <laughs> <laughs> has even happened oh dear I'm alright sorry about that close up the close up the this is quality. awful dog what are you up to quality John I've closed your bag <laughs> I did close it Eating lettuce or something now? <laughs> Waffle dog, what have you done? Anyway, um, Linfield announced the signing there. Of well, the rumours today, John. I know John's on a walk here. Um, rumours today. If we if we move back to a bit of transfer chat briefly, Joe Gormley, Adam Lecky. Wow, sixty <laughs> k. Both like you know like this is it's mad. Um, I think Lintorn right have found themselves in a position. Where they're like, we're way ahead of schedule on this. Remember, I said this a few weeks ago. You did. Um, credit to Connor Houston. What's your dog doing? It's just He's not eating anything else of mine. <laughs> your jeans. Um, and I think they're further ahead now. They're going right. We need to. We need to bring in players and wrap this league title up. Ooh, yeah. That to me, that well, that's the that's the statement number ten, isn't it? It is. You know, it is pretty much. Especially signing the best striker in the league, in my opinion, yeah. Joe Gormley and Adam Lackey. Adam Leckie. Um Both 60k though? Yeah. So think from, that's from what I've read, um, Adam Leckie was, they've had a couple of bids turned down for Adam Leckie. So they've obviously just upped and upped and upped it. Um, which you can understand the, the, you understand the desire to get Adam Leckie because yeah. he, he is great. But they also, you know, they've signed, they've just signed Andrew Mitchell. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of strikers <laughs> already. I know. <laughs> There's a young Glens fan here. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I but, mean, getting Joe um, Gormley to Glen Torn would be incredible. If I think if Joe Gormley goes to Glen Torn, um, I think the league title will be going to East Belfast. So then it'd be worth spending the money. Yeah. But obviously that's what they're thinking too. Why don't we check in with the Groundhopper? Because... Obviously, we, we will we will come back to the to the, the to the chat to the to the the transfer chat because when's transfer deadline day? Because I think we could have a special pod. <laughs> we'll just go live, Jim like White, all day. Oh wow! Oh, just take yeah. the day off work. When's the thirty first? Of... We could just go around grounds reporting. Oh, we nobody could be there. <laughs> We're just at Mornview. And Everywhere's locked. Yeah, <laughs> we can't get in, so we'll just move on. Um, but yes, the groundhopper obviously. Uh, is Ross our friend and um, 
Ross has been doing some mad things this year, going around all the Irish league grounds. So I think he's 35 in total. Wow. So let's check in with him. 35 so far? No, there only are 35. Oh, right, okay. So let's check in with him. Let's do it. Over to Ross. Is a test. This is a test to see if this has worked. Hello again, and uh, thanks for having me on. Um, last time I was on the waffle, it was right at the start of the season, and I was uh, telling you all about my plans for what I really hope to get done this season. So uh, over my Instagram, which is NI Groundhopper, I was hoping to document uh, my travels as I went to every uh, NIFL ground in one season. So that's 35 matches, so I wanted to see every team at home, which means... I have a couple of doubles due to ground shares and stuff like that. But um, I just started the journey. I was just about to head to Dundella. Um, Fast forward to January, and I'm still on track to get it all done. I'm on ground 28 last week. I went to Bangor. Uh, They were upset in the Intermediate Cup. They lost to Immaculata. Um, And this week I hope to go to Dirtview. I've had issues trying to get there before. A couple of games have been called off, so fingers crossed that will go to plan this week. In terms of overall best ground I've been to, so the best in the NIFL, uh, there's two grounds that come to mind, so either Crusaders or Cliftonville, I think. Um, Both grounds are really good quality. They've got nice modern stands. They're really good places to watch football. The fans are really passionate. They're always packed, so you get a great atmosphere. Probably helps this year that both teams are doing well, so um, they're getting good attendances. So they'd probably be the best grounds in the NIFL as a whole. Um, They suit the size of the league, um, and there's some really good football played at them. And what I find when it comes to, you know, when I... Pretty much every ground I've been to, I've received a welcome, you know, a warm welcome. You know, everybody's run by volunteers, so there's passion in the stands, so there's everybody's keen to talk to you, and they always seem to be interested in what I'm doing. And when it comes to warmest welcomes, it's a lot of the teams in the third tier. They are, um, they've been really great every time I've gone. So the likes of Myola, Tobermore, Dollingstown, and a couple of the championship sides like Balna Mallard are really good at welcoming people. Um, I've received warm welcomes at most intermediate grounds. I've um, had a good chat with people, heard about plans that they have and, you know, the hopes for the season. I think it's great that, you know, I'm getting to those grounds and really seeing a side of the NIFL that we don't see a lot of. The Intermediate League has some really good clubs down there and there's some really passionate people and it's been great to get chatting to those people. Um, and that's been one of my favourite parts of the whole journey that I've been on so far. Ooh, um, for best match, uh, I have a couple of contenders for that so far. Uh, in terms of history, uh, one of my favourites, although it was against my own club, um, when I went to Cliftonville, I saw Joe Gormley's 200th goal for the club. So it was amazing to witness that point of history and the fans around it were so excited to see their player hit the 200 mark. Um, so that was a really, uh, really cool moment to be at. Uh, in terms of great games, I think I have two great games. Uh, the first was the cup match, the Irish cup match. I was at there um, a couple of weeks ago when uh, Bambridge hosted East Belfast. Um, 
it's just a really competitive game. Uh, Bambridge went one up in the second half, and then just as we thought they were going to go through with a one 0 victory, East Belfast equalised. Then East Belfast went two uh, one up in extra time, only for Bambridge to pin them back, and then it went to penalties. Uh, the goalkeeper scored the penalty, one of the penalties. Um, Bambridge initially thought they had won the penalty shootout uh, because they thought someone had missed, but the refs decided to gone over the line. So um, and then eventually Bambridge won on penalty. So it was just a really entertaining game. And um, I always love going down to Bambridge. You always get a good atmosphere. It's always really exciting, and you know the magic of the cup was there that day. So there's a lot of excitement of maybe getting a bigger draw. I think Bambridge got cold rain in the next round, so it was really worth worth the drama and the fight to get there. Um, and the other game for drama and for excitement has to have been really early on in the season when I went to Carrick. Uh, they took on Lauren in what is becoming a big derby between those two clubs. Um, it was only the second or third game of the season, so there was a lot of excitement and the ground was packed, so the atmosphere was amazing. Um, Lauren scored first, Carrick pinned them back and it took a really special free kick from Randall to make it 2-1. Um, they've probably been the best games, but most games I've been to have been really entertaining. Uh, ironically, the worst game I've been to was on Boxing Day when I went to Lauren versus Carrick. It was nil all and it was a it was not a great game. Both teams didn't seem to want to play that much, so, but most of the games have been really good. I think the dodgy burgers become an important part of a match day experience for football fans in Northern Ireland. Um, I think you always have to get some a dodgy burger before at halftime. Uh, although some grounds, if I find out, they're not serving dodgy burgers. They're serving some really nice food. Um, definitely uh, Dungannon and Bangor have some really nice burgers, but um, by far the best has to have been Banbridge. Uh, I went with a couple of mates and they had two or three burgers throughout the day. Um, it's done on a barbecue behind the goal and they're all very friendly there and you have a bit of crack and you can have a barbecue. And it's just a real nice community atmosphere. The burgers are lovely. I think a local butcher supplies them or something along those lines. So Banbridge is worth a trip if you've never been down. Definitely get there. Um, it's a great little close ground. There's lots of atmosphere. You're never that far from the pitch. Everybody, every time I've been down, are super welcoming. The food's great, and the social club's right beside the pitch. So if you want, you can have a pint too. It's it's one of my favourite grounds to visit. I think where I get the most unexpected grounds are down in the intermediate league. By the time you get down there, you don't expect much from the grounds, and maybe you don't expect much from the fans. But um, I think the most unexpected is Moola Park. Uh, I'd never been to the ground this until this year. I'd only seen it play once before I'd been. Um, I wasn't really expecting much, but uh, I went for the weekend before Boxing Day. They were playing their local rivals, Tobermore, and the stands were full. The The fans were great. They were super welcoming. I got welcomed into the social club afterwards. They gave me a pin badge. Um, I got to wander around the ground and... Um, but the setup there is really nice. They have a nice plastic pitch. They have uh, plenty of space. They, um, the fans seem to turn up. And it was just a really nice experience. I wasn't expecting much from it, but it was really worth the trip. And if you're ever going up that direction and there's a game on, I'd recommend uh, going over and having a look. Thanks for having me on again. It's hard to believe that I 
I've only got seven grounds left to do. And if anybody wants to follow me while I finish off the last seven grounds and my extra travels after I finish there, I hope to go back and see some games to do with promotion relegation, some exciting derbies and stuff like that. Um, my Twitter is ground underscore NI and my Instagram is NI Groundhopper. So I'll be posting any journeys I do there, all the grounds, where I'm heading to, pictures from them and match reports. Uh, and also I have a website, so if you want to check that out, it's nigroundcom Thanks for having me on again and I'll hopefully speak to you soon. Boom, 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 I want you in my room, spend the night together, together in my room. That was great. <clears throat> Always good to hear from Ross. Thanks, Ross. So to be fair, like at the start of the year, when we chatted last, where did we, where, we met him at where the Oval, was it? Yeah. His website's great. Yeah. Project 35. <clears throat> What's Ross going to do next season? Um, no. Project 36? Yeah. What would that be? That's no idea. Trying to be funny as usual. Pump it up, you've got to pump it up. Don't you know, pump it up, got to pump it up, pump it up, got to pump it up. Great. Right, where are we going to talk about now? To be fair, you should go on Ross's website because he has done like a full report about everywhere he's been too far. His website's actually kind of he's added all the bad. Thanks. <laughs> he's added all the badges oh. from the clubs as well that he's visited or the grounds he's visited, which is cool. That is very cool. But it's a nice wee like write up on each ground Green. that he's been to. Yeah, it's great. A fair yeah, play, Ross. Like. We'll have Ross on the pod um, towards the end of the year. I'm hoping. Yeah, great. Anyway, back to just the bread and butter of of, of life, John. Yeah. Where we talk about well, one point nil, Korean four. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, from the highlights of scene, you know, one point looked like they had a couple of chances, but Corey and far too strong on the day. Um, Jamie Glacken in top form. Yeah, um, scored, got the hat trick. Scored a couple of lovely, lovely goals, um, particularly Sakamo, um, sort of caught on the volley. It was a really, really nice hit. Um, but yeah, he's he's in good form. Um, something you mentioned earlier, um, I'll give you the credit for this because it was you. Makes a change. <laughs> exactly. I know, he. I usually steal everything. Um, you said Ben Doherty's kind of like, He's gone, not not he's not playing, he's playing bad or anything, but he's not getting amongst the goals as much. But has Glacken stood up in his absence nearly? Glacken's been great. Yeah. Um, Glacken obviously a few years ago was playing for Dungannon. Yeah. And was very impressive as a teenager. Um, and then got that move to the, the cruise, which didn't seem to go well for anybody. No. Um, and now at Coleraine, let's not forget, it was Roddy McAree took him to Coleraine. Yeah. Also took Ben Doherty to Coleraine. Yeah. Um, and he he has been superb. It probably like if you're if we're we're obviously not yet maybe talking about team of the of the year, but Clacken would definitely be in and around that team. Yeah. Um. For me. Um. And unexpectedly, I think the amount of goals, the consistency he's added to his game is all very very impressive. Um. Like that that match going to more in point. Um. You know it's it's always a difficult match. Four teams. Yeah, I've said that comp- so poorly grammatically. That was, no, I, that I, was I know we all know what you mean. Frightening, um, <laughs> but to come away four 0 uh, on the road back to Korea, very very happy. Yeah, um, especially you know Korea have been a wee bit out of sorts recently. Yeah, uh, probably haven't got all the results that they wanted, but um, yeah. And they also Matthew went. Fitzpatrick got the fourth goal. They well. also went there earlier in the season, and uh, it was the shock of the season. Yeah, it was three one. I think it I was. think it was maybe was it not four two or something. 
Oh, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I've got no, that it was something mental. Um, but yeah, but, I mean, it was it was shocking um, for everyone. They couldn't believe it, you know. And so that maybe they had that in the back of their minds going down three one. Sorry, three. Thinking, one. hope. Oh, I hope it's not going to be a repeat of last time, you know. But I think listen, it wasn't. Um, Corey and were great. Um, uh, Colin Dacey was sent off for one point in what seemed quite a. I thought it was very harsh. Very did seem harsh. harsh. Um, I, I, I can understand where the referee's coming from. Um, but at the same time, I think referee needs to have a word and give me a yellow card. Um, was he on a yellow? I don't. I think it was a straight red. I don't know. Didn't seem like a red, but then maybe he mouthed off. It, or looked, it looked like a straight red to me. He um, was doing some I thought it was off. harsh. Um, and you could see from his face, he looked a bit like I don't understand why am I why have I been sent off? You know? Yeah. Maybe he's just um, a good actor. Yeah, maybe. But listen, I thought it was harsh. So yeah, but um, good job, Corian. They're still in that crazy top five. Um, they're third now, I think. They've got Cliftonville um, up at the showground yeah, on Monday a, night. That is a big game. That must be on Sky, is it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, it must be. This is the FA Cup weekend. This weekend. Yeah. And it's it's an Irish League game, not an FA Cup game. I'm just saying. <laughs> just trying to make a point. Just trying to be funny. <clears throat> um, Institute have done Gallon Swift. One point have Carrick Rangers. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's another thing. I always look. That's maybe where my eyes go first. Who did Institute have? Who did one point have? They're yeah. both playing away from home. Both have favourable ties. I mean, that's the bottom four. Well... Four, five of four of the bottom five all playing each other on Saturday, um. So, could be a big day. Could actually, be. to be fair, depending on how results go and stuff. Um, but yeah, no fair play. Call in, call in, call in, call in. Should we go to see you? Let's do it. Take us there. Um, <laughs> run away. Um, yeah. I mean, what was the score? Three nil. Three nil. The Crusaders. Which I don't think anyone saw before. No, I mean, I was fully expecting that to be a, quite a tight encounter. Um, and it was completely the opposite. Um, I mean, Lauren, Lauren came up with a big, the first big chance with Johnny McMurray. Um, but he's, he's hit it straight at the goalkeeper. It was quite an easy save. And um, if you put it maybe towards the far corner, um, you know, or anywhere else, I mean, he's going to make the keeper work. And it's going to be difficult. But, but listen, that's football. That's what happens. Um, Did Harry Robinson leave the cruise? Um, I have no idea. The cruise this week, obviously, and I don't know if we can formally announce this yet, but uh, Dundalk have. <laughs> what was going on there? To the Quick Crusaders about four weeks to announce, <laughs> announce their signing. It was a bit random. Like, um, bit I, feel like, I feel like they've gone ahead, put something on social media and thought, right, obviously we'll get to announce them later. And then they've run into some sort of snag where they couldn't announce it. Um, even though everyone knew. Well, the Belfast Telegraph picked it up. I think it was Stephen Beacon. Beacon? Uh, our friend our friend yeah he'd worked it out um, and they they'd, uh, they'd sort of said about it and then obviously Dundalk then had said about it yeah. um, and then the crews had said about it yeah so very interesting um, interesting signing I think it's a, it's a good one for them um, enough. but yeah I mean the game was what about Lauren though I mean Lauren um, I wasn't expecting that from no. Lauren it was a pretty overall a poor performance from Lauren um I, I, I don't know, I was expecting expecting more because, you know, when they've met Crusaders in particular. Never beaten them this season. Um, yeah, draws, but when they've met them, you know, two, you know, a 2-2, I think it was, and, a, and a oh, um, nil was the was worst horrible. game the world's ever seen. Um, you know, you're thinking it's going to be... wet tongue. John! <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking it's going to be really tight. Um, but it wasn't. I mean, the penalty, do you see the penalty decision you thought was maybe a little harsh? Yeah. I can understand why the refs nah, give I it though. Harsh. I mean, is, two, it, so it's harsh. Two in. minutes in or something? Yeah, I mean, Cosgrove's arm is in an unnatural well, position. Hold on, hold on though. Does Tomas still listen to the podcast? 
Mm. Oh, so does Jamie McGonagall, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is a bit mental. Oh, here comes your dog. <laughs> Awful dog. Um, yeah, so... To- um, Why are you liking that? John! <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, it was a bit... <laughs> Dogs are at you. It was probably a little harsh, but at the same time, you can see what the refs give it. It's, it's within the rules. Um, so after that, I think... I feel like Lauren maybe lost a little bit of confidence in that game. Um, and the crew they were th- they were three 0 down quite early. Yeah, it wasn't. It was all in the first half. It wasn't too too long after Jordan Owens nodded nodded in. Um, it's a good goal. And then Jamie McGonagall scored a really nice goal. Um, I think he beat Harry. He took it around Harry Flowers, and then finished into the corner. Um, really, really good goal. But um, yeah, three 0 Um, another clean sheet for the crews. I know for that centre back partnership of. Ronnie Brown and Billy Joe Burns, yeah. Billy Joe Burns. Um, Lauren have Glenn Torin on Saturday in a half five kick off, and it looks, by all accounts, it looks like it's going to be a, a well attended game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes or something, the uh, tickets for the Glens fans. Is that what it was? 600 tickets that were given, sold out in 20 minutes. My goodness, for that we end behind for the for the party. And I read that Lauren had to take the ticket tickets off their website because oh, really? they kept buying the tickets. Oh wow! No, Matt, I've, Matt I've, heard, I've heard that before. Um, oh, are you heading there yourself? Um, I don't know. I'm. I've. I think I'm playing somewhere on. I've got to match myself. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, on Saturday night. So I don't know. I would really like to. I think that'll be one of the the games this weekend. Yeah. To be fair, Linfield's on Alvin as well. Um. Should be a good game. Well, we talked briefly. Did we cover? Have we covered everything last off last week before um, we before we get into fixtures? We need to talk about the Glens. Yes, they were they beat Institute two 0 Yeah, um, go ahead. Well, it was right a game, behind you. I mean, and Glenavon Ballymena. What I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, we're all over the show today. What's new? Um, I know. Why do you even listen? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with your life? It's <laughs> um, too much jokes. Obviously, folks. Um, jokes for folks. I mean, to me, it looked like Institute had their chances. <laughs> they had their chances, but they didn't take them. Um, but, like, Glenn Torn were just too strong on the day. Um, it was a, a debut goal for Cowan. Yeah. Um, and also, who scored the other one? Oh, Navid Naziri. Yeah, it was a good goal. Right um, Institute seem to have their chances as well. Yeah. But what Glenn Torn have done the last couple of weeks is they've kept clean sheets. We've spoken about yeah. it. We've spoken about it. Um, do you know? A young Keelan Marin as well was playing. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, Mitchell, well. Andrew Mitchell as well. Andrew Mitchell, 37. Yeah. So um, listen, just just, just something's given them a hit. Last week it can't was... Can't wait for this. Last week was Marin and Mitchell. Probably that wee monkey. Champions. <laughs> last week was Marin and Mitchell. Um, and we were like, wow. This yeah. week it's Gormley and Lackey. Yeah. Who's going to be next week? Maybe us. <laughs> We've had our links with Glen Torn before. <laughs> Glen Torn signed the waffle. What would we See do? See if Glen Torn have all this money, right? Surely a good investment would be us. Hear me out. We're loyal. And that's all. <laughs> <laughs> we could be, we could be, like if Glen Torn want to buy the waffle and then we'll just be podcasters for life. Glen Torn podcasters. Maybe, yeah. And then we'll still have the waffle, obviously. Yeah. We'll have like an extra one. We just bring all the players on talk to them. If Mick McDermott is listening... Make it happen. You've, I know he does. Last week, week it's Marin and Mitchell. This week it's Gormley and Lackey. Next week it's Houston and John. Houston and Fraser. Houston and Fraser. Hey, I'd love that. I would love that. I'll do it for any any club, not just Glen Torn. Dungannon will enter a bidding war. 
I'm waiting for this. The Gannon Institute. Limavati. Lockall. Dollingstown. Anyone? Dundalk. A couple Rangers? of Dundalk. Dundalk fans? <laughs> what did you say? Dundalk. <laughs> Dundalk fans have been, get, been getting involved. <clears throat> um, well, who were we talking about? Glen Torn? Yeah. Right. 2-0 win. Um, Good win. Solid. You think routine stuff? I, I think it was tight enough. Um, Not for me. But for me, it's just them take their chances. Um, I know what you mean. But I also think, like, think on another day, if they took their chances, it could have been interesting. But uh, the Dems no, are I in think hot, the, hot form. They are hot to hot. Hot damn. <laughs> Say my name, you know who I am. Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just win and win and win. Which makes Saturday, Lauren Glenthorne will be a, a great encounter. It'll be an absolute cracker. Do we need to move on quick? You've just looked at the clock. No, it's just saying what's going on. You need to head on. Yeah. Well then, let's move on quickly. Boom, 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 boom. Ballymena. Glenavon. Another bit of a surprising result, to be totally honest with yeah. you. Um, Not the, for me. After the week Glenavon had. I predicted a Glenavon win. Yeah, but no, you didn't. You said 2-1 Ballymena. No, I didn't. You did. You can check. You can check. You can check. I'll show you right now, you big fruit bag. Uh, it's not what you said in the waffle, though. No. Listen back. I, I do all back. the time Hold as well. On. I Hold say on. things. I'll listen, I'll listen back. <laughs> do you do this I as think, well? Uh, so I think they'll win 3-0. Connor Houston said that. Boom. Boom, boom, shake the oh, I've been showing up. Um, do you do what I do as well? Hopefully not. <laughs> you like say, you say on the podcast, it's going to be this, and then you get to the actual score and you think about it and you're like, yeah, it's actually completely different. Yeah. Yeah, then you lie about it. So, sorry. You liar, 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 pants on fire. To everyone. Good result for Glenavon though. Because, yeah, great result. They're turning it around. And as you said... Glenavon always do this at the end of the season they always win games in the second half of the season they seem to just find this yeah and you what were you talking about earlier tell me what you were talking probably about probably lots of things <laughs> you mean when I was teaching Glenavon's <laughs> position Glenavon Gen- I'm going to say Glenavon Glenavon are going to catch Lauren and finish in the top six Bold, you've done it you've said it you can't go back on it nah they won't Guy Hamill will be on the phone view. that's a good thing nah I don't think they, I don't think they will your, but like Imagine, imagine after how poorly things have gone for them this yeah. season. They or it could it could be it could be the thing where like Glenavon will finish in the top six post split. Yeah. So they'll finish. They'll obviously finish seventh, but they'll have more points than whoever's in sixth. If you get me. Yeah. I can see that happening. Okay. I can see that happening. Um, but yeah, Balamina, Kyle Owens was in. They were obviously maybe preparing their Tuesday night in, in mind. Yeah. Uh, which made me laugh. Like, Cliftonville and Balamina both had a big final ahead and they both lost yeah. <laughs> before it. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, Kyle Owens ended up actually scoring an own goal. Um, it, was big de- it was like a big deflection off him and went down as an own goal. Went down as an own goal. So went down as an own goal. Who scored the other goals? Uh, Kyle Cherry. Who I think with Perkis scored again. Yeah. Um, maybe Greg Muirhouse? Yes, you're right. Absolutely right. Oh, Frank, I guessed. No, you're right. Um, I knew. I was just testing you. Test me to my <laughs> limits and I will show you my limits. But no, great win. Um, <laughs> what? Quote? Well, we talked just briefly. We'll give some... Uh, thoughts. Give some thoughts um, about what we think is going to happen on Saturday. Hard to be point. What do you think? Do you know what we should do from now on? Like a weather update for people. Oh, it'd be great on the day. Just be like, listen. On the day, it's well. We could we could tweet it on the day. Yeah, we could tweet Barabest. 
Or get on. We could do it now. We'd be like, listen, partner up with them. It's meant to be a bit windy on Saturday. Make sure you wear a coat and a scarf. Or like, <laughs> skies are predicted to be right as dawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's predicted to be a sunny day. Wear your shorts to the match. Yeah. We need to do that. People would appreciate it. <laughs> I feel that. like we could just make things up then. Carrick, one point. I think Carrick Rangers win. 2-1. <sighs> Crusaders, Ballymena. You answer that one. Um, I think a sizable win for Crusaders. Okay. 2-0. Well, that's sizable. <laughs> uh, Dungannon Institute, Swift. Based on last week, um, based on last week, I think Dungannon are going to come out on top, um, but maybe another tight affair. Um, just a what, a scene yeah. of Institute. That's a big one. That's one that's maybe a Institute will have had their maybe, eyes on. maybe. You could argue. <laughs> because Dungannon... Disagrees. Dungannon Waffle are starting to get away from that top two. That would be a big win for them to get them away from... True, they do have a couple of games in hand. Uh, Linfield, Glenavon. I think Glenavon. A wee Glenavon win there. Oh, yeah? Maybe. Love that. Glenavon have been... Went there earlier in the season 7-0, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think I think they're going to go and do the reverse of that. 7-0 <laughs> Glenavon. Um, no, I just think, like... Pressure's on Linfield. Pressure's on Linfield. More so, I think, than Glenavon. Curry has just signed. Yeah. Um, Glenavon seem to be quite... They've got, obviously, those new players in. They seem quite relaxed about things. Yeah. And they're just playing for each other. Um, so it could be a draw. could be a Glenavon win. could be anything, really. Uh, then the, the late kickoff on B, live on BT. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, Lauren Glentoran. Um, I'm going to go... 3-1 Glentoran. I can't say about Glen Horn win. And then Monday night, Corian against Clifton, though. I have a wee, have a wee uh, rip in my trousers. That's an interesting one. Um, I think Corian are going to do it. What do you think? Doesn't matter what I think. Matters what happens. <laughs> and we'll be back reporting about it. You just get me to settle, because when it's wrong, you're like, John, you're so stupid. <laughs> I, I, I told you that uh, Glen Alphen would beat Linfield 7-0. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of led you into it. <laughs> um, Put you in the trap. But it makes it interesting, you know, off the top five, Corey and Cliffin will play each other and Lauren, Glenn Torrance, well, top six, um, playing each other. So we, this time next week, we'll have a very different league table. Yeah. And on that bombshell. It's all going to turn over. One, one point. point top. <laughs> one point for Europe. Uh, and on that bombshell. Classic. Have a great week enjoy whatever your game you're going to yeah we'll um, and remember there. to <laughs> I don't have oh, classic don't you know pump it up you've got to pump it up don't you know pump it up join me you got to pump, pump it up don't you know pump, pump it up you've got, got to pump, pump it up, up. see you later <laughs> we're so weird <laughs>